Welcome to the Big Llama Show. I'm the Big Llama. Thank you so much for joining me. It is the Sunday night live stream. It is time to get hype. It is time to have some fun. It's time to talk Marvel. It's time to talk Deadpool. All kinds of shit. Let's just talk about it all. But we can't do anything until we bring on our co-host extraordinaire, Blackout AD, and our producer, Big Poppy Angie. Welcome, boys, to the show. What's going on? What's up? That was the, the most energy I could conjure up <laughs> <laughs> to start the show. Um, it, and, and you guys, we always do a pregame huddle, and we were talking, man. We're just tired, man. It, 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 it's it's a bit a rough week <laughs> in terms of things happening. and uh, But we're here. It's Sunday night. We're here with you. You've decided to join us. We're going to give you 110%. We're going to make sure you have a good time tonight. And we're going to talk. We're going to talk about some stuff tonight. Um, but let's talk first, uh, AD, let's see, you know, how's your week been, man? You, what, what you've been up to, man? What I haven't, I haven't talked to you this week. Yeah. Uh, you it's, know, what's, what's going on? Same stuff, you, man? man. Work, work in school, man. Work in school right now. That's all I'm focusing on. Um, I haven't been streaming this week as much as I want. We will have a post llama though. So that'd be dope to get back on stream. But yeah, ever since the beta, I kind of just took a little break just cause I've been tired. I think, like you said, you per- you said it perfectly. It's been a long week. It's, I don't know. So I'm here, man. Yeah, I'm here. No, no, hey. no hey, welcome back, man. Hey, listen, uh, thank you for the roast last week, man. That was <laughs> fun, and and the clip that that went out that was great. I um my car wash guy, he was like, Llama, why you let him do you like that? Why you let him roast you like that? <laughs> he he's like, I told him, I was like, guy, it's it's fine. It's it, it was all it was all for fun. And he's like, nah, they said some things that weren't nice, man. I said, nah, I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but it was fun, man. It was a lot of fun. And yeah, so I'm, I asked where you've been only because those of you, if you're looking for Blackout AD on his Twitch stream, um, you know, again, sometimes we got to, we got to, you know, life takes over when we got to take care of things in personal life. But he'll be back on the stream soon if those of you looking for him. Um, and, and again, I just want to make sure. Shout out to you guys for those guys who are looking for him. We got some new people in the chat. I see uh, we got Grasso. I think he's back. It's time. Uh, he says, it's that time of the week, boy. Uh, baby, let's go. Uh, big homie's hitting us up. Hey, big homie. Welcome to the show. Uh, we got Isabella. Isabella saying, hey, yo. And Jay Birdie. Bing, bing, you beautiful bitches. What up, chat? What's oh, up, man. guys? Yeah, keep up the energy in the chat. Let us know what you guys think. I, I need do need it. the help. Oh, what'd you say? I said we need it like Goku when he has a spirit <laughs> <We do>. bomb. <laughs> <laughs> we do. We, we need the chat energy. We're going to talk about, um, you know, the week of the stuff that I posted this week. We're going to talk about Marvel news. But I do I do need to pick out the movies for the month of October. Usually they're spooky, scary movies. I need you guys to help scare the shit out of me. I need to know. I need to, to get some movies. I need at least four movies for this month that are going to absolutely frighten me. Uh, so that I can record them for reactions. So we'll take those suggestions also in the chat. Uh, or if you're watching this on the replay, put them in the comments for sure. For I sure. told you VHS. Oh, v- okay, VHS. So you go. I, I told you that last 
Okay, I'm gonna put it on my list. Now, now, now you you're comfortable getting scared a little bit after the mortuary assisted on Hercules Outlaws channel. By the way, those videos are fire. I was watching them again. I was like, man, those are good videos. Those and I'm starting to see games. more people uh, post like that gameplay. I was like, oh, that's a good timing for us. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it'll only get more traction with Halloween and everything else. People try to put spooky content out there. Um, yeah, no. So VHS, I just wrote it down. That's that's definitely one. Um, let's see. Uh, Big homie says uh, my my girl is super freaked out by the movie. Um, us, okay, the movie Us. Okay, but I don't think that movie was that scary at all. No, no. You call that mid? No, it was just suspenseful. It wasn't like scary. It was, was okay. Like, it's like I guess a slasher. You can compare it to more of that than like it being scary, but still a good movie. That's definitely something if you haven't seen, you should definitely react to. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, I, I I think what scares me the most. I like thrillers and slasher films like that like that's that's fun um but it's like the the paranormal stuff the shit that like like the conjuring and just like that 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 weird you know shit that i think might may or may not happen you know what i mean like those kinds of things terrify me like like the exorcist didn't terrify me but it was like it was haunting me in the back of my mind because of the the, the, the religious elements and stuff like that. So it's like, if it could possibly happen or it may have happened, I get a little freaked out. So, <laughs> um, Funsky's in the building. Funsky says, Hey guys, uh, they do Funsky. Funsky, uh, welcome to the show. Becoming a, 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 a show regular, man. That's like, got guys here every week. Show. Um, oh, all right. Man. So, so this was week, about this um, podcast. All right. So, yeah, so this, this week we, we launched our uh, our Be Kind Rewind uh, podcast, and uh, first week we covered the movie Goodfellas, and you know had a, a guest uh, a guest star Jay Birdie was in the building. He was uh, my first guest on the on the podcast, and honestly, that that podcast is is kind of the direction I'd like to start doing. You know, like like having those type that type of content where. We talk about the movie and we have fun with it. And it's a little bit more adult. The the language obviously was up there. Uh, I had to put the disclaimer at the beginning for YouTube. Um, surprisingly, didn't get flagged for uh, for ads or anything. No, thank you, sir. Be kind of one podcast. Uh, I didn't get flagged for, for language. But again, I put the the um, I put the disclaimers up. And I don't think I dropped any curse words until like two, three minutes in. So the that. YouTube's, I guess, algorithm was okay with it. But um, me and Jay Birdie broke down the entire movie Goodfellas from beginning to end. We talked about our favorite scenes. We talked about uh, other other movies. We kind of ventured off a little bit into other movies, but um, had a lot of fun with it. And and, and Birdie is um, a content machine, man. He just brings relevant facts and, and, you know, little tidbits of different parts of things. So, I mean, I would tell you he definitely carried that damn podcast. I appreciated him on there for sure. Um, but again, it's a brand new podcast. It's on Spotify. It's on Apple. Uh, we're trying to get it to, to more more folks. It's a little bit different than the Big Llama Show. It's again, it's uh, uh, it's it's specific to that particular movie or genre. And we're gonna have more guests. We're gonna have more people on there. Um, you know, obviously, Ad, we want you on there. Uh, we're gonna have yeah. Hercules on there. <laughs> You know, the different members of Blackout and then anybody who wants to collaborate. So I'm talking to you, Manny Chamora, and a couple of those comic book guys. 
Um, again, join us on the Be Kind Rewind podcast. Tell us what you think of it. Make sure you give it a like, um, you know, on the YouTube channel. And uh, if again, if you listen to it, just let me know. Give me your honest thoughts on it. I, I thought I had a good time and it was a lot of fun. I mean, what would you think of it, uh, AJ? Yeah. You said you listened to it. Um, I was excited for it when uh, Birdie, because, you know, I hit him up to, like, game. He's like, I just got done recording with Llama. I thought I was, like, I was super excited to actually hear it and see, like, how the podcast is. And, like you said, Birdie, he always knows weird facts about things. I'd be like, why do you know this? But that's what, like, exactly like you said, like, he he makes the conversation flow in a way. I think you he didn't carry it per se because I think you did like the host thing, like you were like guiding mm-hmm. the conversation and then letting him give the knowledge that he knows about the movie, and then you were putting your input. And I thought honestly, it made me want to watch the movie because I've never <laughs> seen it. <laughs> but um, I also just I'm excited to see like how how this podcast for you evolves because I think it's going to be a good thing. Like, I like the format of it. Like, I was excited to do my episodes. Like, whenever I do mine, be super hyped because it's a good vibe. And the way, even, like, having the stills of the movie, like, Birdie told me, he was like, he had stills in the movie and then watching it. I waited for the video because I'm a video guy, but <laughs> I, I watched the video. And I, I like how you had it, like, in order. And, you know, like, that also, I think, was good for flowing the conversation, so excited to see where this podcast goes man yeah yeah no purposely done that way i think i i took images that were rememberable or memorable for me and and like for the flow of the movie so that way because when i when i listen to other podcasts so i did some research i listened to a bunch of podcasts about people who break down movies and while they're they're very entertaining um there are parts of those podcasts that kind of go off the rails and they forget certain things and so i was like man how do i keep the attention going on the movie itself like the 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 pieces of the movie and how the beginning and ending and so i was like all right if i can just have some images so had those for the video podcast which i you know wanted to put on the channel and it helped it helped tremendously the only thing i i think i give myself criticism is that i just need to describe it more for the listening audience um because I would be like, oh, yeah, this scene. <laughs> and so if you're not watching it physically, you kind of forget. So I got to be a little I, – I, I looked at my and, and reviewed it. I said, okay, I got to make sure that I describe what you're seeing on the screen um, so that way it's it's clear to the podcast listener. Yeah. Um, and if you guys notice, the brim was to the front. This is a different look for me. It's all, it's all purposeful. It's, it's the more adult llama. So you get uh, – Hat to the front, Llama, for this one. Adult Llama. <laughs> well, we had adult drinks. So that's, you know, we were drinking on, on the podcast. That was a fun part. Um, <laughs> and, um, you know, I, again, it was, it was, I let Birdie, you know, not be restricted by language, not be restricted by anything other than just tell me where, what you think about this movie. So hopefully you guys enjoy it. And uh, again, we'll be doing more. Uh, more segments like that, and uh, Birdie's over there smoking it up. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "It's okay, podcast. smoke." I was like, "I was like, yeah, I transfer podcast." <laughs> <laughs> and I said, "I said it's fine, man. Just don't hack on my my show. <laughs> don't be a you know <laughs> hacking it up." And he's like, "All right." <laughs> so, um, mm-hmm. so anyway. So that, that's fun. It was a lot of fun. Uh, I don't know what the next one will be. I'm just trying to figure it out. I'm figuring it out as I go. 
um, much like I am the movie reactions. I'm kind of just saying, what, what do I feel at that time? And then people's availability. I obviously need to just create some time with you, create some time with uh, Hercules for right now. And then uh, even Big Poppy Angie and, and Little Llama, uh, bring them in to listen, to, you know, talk about movies that they love. So it, it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, and um, you also don't, you're not restricted by the live stream, so you can just pre-record a couple of them if you really wanted to. You know? Right, right. And that was the, that's the good thing is I can get a, a good chunk of content out without with minimal editing. And that's what the prep, you know, the prep didn't take very long, but it was important because I knew I wanted to have some of these visuals on there and I didn't want to have to, you know, recreate it as I'm editing. So the only thing I did, I think, was in the intro was added a couple of images and I let the conversation flow. So, um, again, lots of fun. So, yeah. It's the more adult version of the live stream, uh, and it's it's not restricted, and it's a lot of fun, uh, and I'm, it's open to everybody. It's open to everybody. So if anybody wants to collaborate with me and, and spend about an hour or so talking about a movie, let hit me up. We'll talk about it. So um, very very excited. So thank you guys. Thank you for uh, for watching. Um, and then this week I released um, the World's End, which is the the end of the Cornetto trilogy for me, and. Um, yeah, it, it didn't perform as well as I thought it would, but you know what? I I am come to the realization that it's important to do the content that I enjoy. <laughs> I feel like you come to this realization every week. <laughs> I do, I do. Even, but there's some that hit, some that hit really nice, yeah. and I'm like, oh, that's that's great. But I I, I listened to a, a couple a, a podcaster, um, not a podcaster, uh, another person on their live stream, and they were like, the reason that such and such can do watch the movie they want to is because they have two hundred thousand subs. And so they can do all this crazy shit because us little guys, we can't. And I was like, no, fuck that. I'm going to do the little, I'm going to do what I want to do. And so I'm, I'm fine with it. So, um, but again, I'm having fun. Um, trying new things. I tried a new filter on there. I tried, you know, sort of to change the image a little bit and I'm hope you guys are enjoying it. I hope you guys are liking the content. Um, cause I'm having fun making it. That's for sure. <laughs> so all right, man. So that's that's it. That's the stuff I have. So please, if you guys like it, please uh, check it out. Like, subscribe, tell people about it. Um, I hope you guys like it. All right. All right. So what do you want to talk about, AD? We got we got a lot of things. Um, we got uh, Deadpool. Trying to got think. To... I'm trying to think which one we should start with because they kind of go hand in hand a little bit. Um, let's go with Blade because it might be a little. I, I think. All right. So if you haven't heard. Blades, um, supposed to start shooting, I think, this fall. I think it was supposed to. Like, somebody said, like, six weeks from now, they're supposed to start filming. And the director dropped out, um, I think it was, like, beginning of the week or, or like, late last week. But um, the director dropped out, and now there's reports coming out that Mahershala Ali is not happy with the project. And there's also reports that the, the script is only, like, 90 pages and that... There's only like two like kind of mid fight scenes in it. There's not really like any action. So I I feel like a, the narrative the narrative right now on the internet is like oh Marvel's like losing their grip, especially with like She Hulk out right now. And to to be honest, it's kind of it's okay. Like I like it personally, but I think like as somebody who like would review these and like tell people about it, I would say it's kind of not good. <laughs> like it's all right you know it's very mid-level marvel especially for marvel standards like i think it's the worst out of all the streaming 
in terms of just like story. Like even Miss Marvel, I didn't even finish Miss Marvel, and I'm gonna finish She Hulk, but I feel like to me Miss Marvel was hit a little bit harder in some yeah. aspects of like the writing, the visuals, and all that. Like She Hulk really does feel like if it was on like ABC, <laughs> like you know what I mean, like a ABC show like Family. That. Yeah. <laughs> No, you know, Miss Marvel had the link to the MCU, like a good link. And so there's going to be, you know, with the Marvels coming up, the movie, it's, it's got linkage there. But the, anytime you lose your director, it just just prior to shooting, uh, tells you, you know, there's a creative issue. Yeah. And honestly, Disney, I think, is in a tough spot because this Blade should be R-rated, in my opinion. Like, like Blade has to have the violence and gore and the language to go with it. It should be R-rated. They're not going to. They're going to go PG-13 on it. And I think yeah. that's a problem. And honestly, you have a huge issue. And we're going to talk about Deadpool 3. But both of these projects are huge for, like, the mature, the maturing of the Marvel um, brand and the, and the content that they put out. Because yeah. for right now, it's mainstream and it's for everybody. But Blade isn't for everybody. I, I, at least in my opinion, you know. Um, uh, yeah, not you, necessarily. I think the Wesley Snipes Blade like kind of showed because like when you think about it, like a lot of people like that that movie, especially yeah. the first one. Like the other two were okay to me, but the first one was definitely like by far my favorite. And like people liked it. I don't think those, I think those were PG-13 as well. And well, obviously because wasn't Deadpool like the first rated R movie that was like Marvel? No. I mean, no, not, I, not I, Marvel, but superhero. I think was the first like blade, the first blade was R-rated, but really? it was like an independent type film. Hmm. But but that's what I'm saying. It's not that it's not for everybody. What I'm saying is like it's an adult movie. Like it's it's got gore, violence, and if you want to do it right yeah. and and really give it the comic book feel, you you got to give it those elements. You can't you know vanilla it down, um, you know, or else or else you again you get a watered down version of it, and then you you piss people off that way. So. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. I, I just yeah. losing your director is huge. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't even think the director thing is that bad because Marvel's going to have a plan in place no matter what, with the director or not. Like, they're going to have something they want to get off in this movie, you know? And if they find like another, they can find any director they want. It's a, a Blade movie under Marvel. Like, people are going to jump at the opportunity. Now, if, if they're going to find a good one, that's. Whatever, but I'm pretty sure Marvel has a plan of where they want this movie. My thing is like the script being so like short. Yeah, like uh, I that to me that kind of scares me. It's like we're gonna get what a lot of dialogue, a lot of like world building, almost like an origin story. I don't I don't know if they'll do an origin story again, but in that vein, and you know a couple fight scenes like to me that would be a letdown, especially for like what you're saying and. Maybe that's why it's PG-13. Maybe they'll get some backlash and be like, we need a rated R movie, especially if this script comes out and it's as bad as people are saying. It's not bad, but as lackluster as people are saying, people aren't going to be happy with the movie. And if, yeah. and like I said, the narrative on, online right now is like Marvel's kind of losing the grips because like you wouldn't have heard of this story you know, a couple years ago. Like Even if they did lose a, a director, it wouldn't have came out. But I feel like it's, and there's even reports of like Kevin Feige like being stretched too thin in terms of like he's working on every project. So I think yeah. like some things can slip under the cracks. The guidance might not be as it was 
you know, early on, especially like when they had like the first like Infinity Saga started, you know, it's like, oh, we can we can play with all these things. Now it's getting too big. So it's like is yeah, Marvel but- slipping or, you know, <laughs> or, or is it just a lull because they've been good for so long that like, you know, what goes up must come down type of thing. Yeah, no, I think I think Marvel has too many too many things cooking in the kitchen. That's all. And and, and Feige it, again, he's a genius and he's done a great job. And I don't know that he can just keep it going. And that's that's the tough part. You got to have someone you can trust. And then creatively, he also had the Russo brothers who penned like five movies in a row for him. Um, which again, he, they knocked it out of the park every movie they did. Um, ending with Infinity, I mean, with uh, Endgame. So it was the culmination of everything, but at the same time, the the vision that these guys had and the, the you know the the filmmaking that they put into it was was worthwhile. So again, I I, I think I think you're right. I think it's a I, I think what people are, are are hearing is stuff that's a little out of control because in the past you wouldn't hear it. You wouldn't hear it at all. Uh, in fact, Marvel would control that narrative and say we've decided to move in a different direction based on the story. So, um, you know, it is, it is what it is, man. I, I again, um, I'm glad they're taking the time with blade. We'll see what happens. Uh, when we start getting some images from that, we should be very exciting. Um, but I don't think but, we will. I don't know. I feel like no. this, this third is going to cause them to maybe rewrite the script a little bit. Like the movie's supposed to come out for I think 2023, something like that. So, yeah, the, the report I'm reading says um, originally the reboot has been pushed back from originally reported November 2022 to 2023. So I guess it was supposed to come out this year. Yeah, let's see. Claim production will, will start towards the beginning of 2023 in January. So, yeah, it'll be a while before it hits theaters, before it's ready to go. So that's 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 a huge. Um, and the editing. Yeah, I mean that's huge for them to to lose that. So, you know, um, we'll see. We'll see what the news comes out. It, it hopefully, they get. Uh, but you know what? We also had the same news coming out of Black Panther, but for different reasons. And it was, you know, obviously the the passing, uh, you <clears throat> know, T'Challa and everything. You you had you had to acknowledge it, and you have to rewrite the script. So I'm hoping because now the buzz around Black Panther is going to be freaking epic. And it's yeah. one of the longest movies that they've they've put out, according to runtime. So honestly, the trailer looked amazing. Oh and yeah! Supposedly the official official trailer is coming out. It's within the next couple of months, I think. I don't know yes. exactly when, but I've been hearing a lot of people bring that up. So we'll see like an official trailer, and that will really tell us like the tone of the movie, and like I think they'll give us a little bit more because they're very vague in this last trailer. But overall, it looks fire. I think with that's a different situation just because it wasn't the director, it was actor, and even though it was the main actor, I think they still had enough time to tweak the script because I'm pretty sure it was going to be the same storyline regardless. It was just like, now how do we navigate without the trial here? So yeah. I don't know. I think different situations, but we'll see. My thing is like transitioning to like the next news and next topic. Um does this kind of affect maybe like Deadpool's production? And we got announced that Hugh Jackman is going to reprise his role as Wolverine. Um, and I think in like a brilliant way of marketing, like I liked how they did it. Like, you know, just like casual. It's like very Deadpoolish, 
very Ryan Reynolds ish, and and then <laughs> to play off of their friendship, like super. I think it was super good. So I'm excited for this, man. I don't know. Yeah, I want to yeah hear the, the, the marketing. First of all, let's. So Deadpool three, very excited for it, and the fact that Hugh Jackman, Hugh Jackman coming back as Wolverine, that's like huge. But you gotta give. Again, I don't know if it's Ryan Reynolds or or someone on his team, but holy shit, the amount of like, like I don't know, it's like it's like he knows exactly what to do to create the buzz, right? To like get the viral swirling because like it dropped out of nowhere. I mean, out of nowhere, and then the clip is is fantastic, which is like it's not like in your face. It's just like. Hey, you know, he's being all serious and poetic about it. And he's like, you know, this, you know, it's my first intro to the MCU. I got to be ready. I got nothing. <laughs> and and then, you know, casually walking by is Hugh Jackman. And like that to me was like, like that sent people like, like crazy, like, you know, on Twitter and everywhere. I, I even was on there like retweeting and everything. Um, but I was genuinely excited to see it. I was just like, good God. How are they pulling this off? Like that, that's the one thing here. But um it, it's again right this with these two guys, with and depending on the marketing, which is gonna be you know next level, it, it's a guaranteed bona fide hit. And I, I don't know if it's gonna be as good. This is this is the, the danger I see is that you're gonna be tamp, you know, tinkering with Disney in a pretty adult movie. And I don't know. Ryan Reynolds is pretty pretty strong in his in his grip on this thing, but uh, this is the test right here because if this doesn't, I don't know that it gets. I don't think the the blade stuff will will impact this unless it's unless it's like a, a continuity or a story. Um, but it also introduces mutants, you know. So that's another big aha for them. I don't know. It's got it. it it's it gives a, a character like Deadpool such huge weight to have the wolverine in there uh and so it's gonna be it's gonna be amazing it's gonna be uh you know some shit that i I can't i'm already excited for it and they haven't even probably shot a scene yet um the the best piece of marketing though was obviously they all retweeted and marvel everybody did that but then john krasinski you know who he everyone he knows everybody thinks he's mr fantastic retweets you know is this my movie that we're working on, or is this the movie we're working on together? Which clearly is a movie that, that they're working on is not related to the MCU, but like, yeah, it sends people into a fucking spiral, and it's like insane, insanity. Yeah. So I, I loved it. I love the marketing. I think this is going to be great. I don't know what the story is going to be, but I am excited no matter what. <laughs> Supposedly, it's going to be like a, a road trip style. Yeah, like a buddy, buddy cop. Yeah, exactly. And I think it's going to... Uh, there's a lot of theories that the TVA is going to be involved. Obviously, Cable was in the last one. Yep. Um, and it ended perfectly for time travel. Or, like, especially, like, the point it's going to enter the MCU. Like, it, it ended... The second one ended perfectly because he was already, like, messing through different timelines. Right. And, like, messing with things. Like, remember, he killed Hitler. Like, a bunch of little things. So... I think that would be a, like a perfect entry, like him getting into the MCU by like the TVA somehow, you know. But I was just talking about the Blade thing in terms of like Marvel itself, you know, like will Marvel, Marvel like fumble the bag with this one, you know, like I want yeah. it. I mean, 
like you said, like it should be a hit. Like on paper, this should be a hit. But if things aren't tight over there and like decisions start getting made that might not be the best decisions or like I don't think I think Marvel going into Deadpool knows what it what made it successful. They're not you know, they're not naive to that. They're trying to make the most money. So I don't think they're gonna change too much of like the the atmosphere of the movie, but it's just like decisions of like scripts or like, you know, changes in like how maybe they wanna like weave things in. I don't know. But it also could be very good in terms of like he could fix a lot of like gripes people have with the MCU. Right. Or like even yeah. like the older the older properties. Well, that's that's what somebody had theorized is that he he can go in and right the wrongs of the the previous uh, movies of different things and that you know kind of clean up the the mess that that is the other properties. But I, I think I like your point, which is he you know even though it was a gimmick in Deadpool two, which is him time traveling with Cable, uh, Cable's uh, you know stuff, uh, I, it now makes sense. It now makes total sense that. You know, because now we have multiverses and we have, you know, different uh, dimensions and whatnot. Now it, it's not just a funny gag. He can actually Im- implement or Im- impact the existing MCU, and that's how he gets himself there. So I don't know. It's just the, the, the stories are infinite. When you have people swirling like this and mm-hmm. buzzing about a storyline that could possibly be, it tells you that there's a lot of interest and that it's it's going to be fun to watch. I don't know. Did you see the second... Um, the second clip that they put out, which yeah. is like they're gonna they tell you the story and then they they get muted out by music. Yeah, <laughs> I mean they really didn't say anything because on New Rockstars they had like a lip reader, like basically oh my God. get all the all the words and it was just like them making action noises and acting out like if they're fighting. So I think, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of ways they can go about the story itself. Um, I think somebody on the Real Rejects channel was like, what if they did like. Basically, Deadpool kills uh, Marvel and, like, just travel to different old movies and, like, has to assassinate, like, some people. And then that's how he meets, like, you. And then they start, like, fighting. And then, you know, by the end, they take on a common enemy. I don't know. I think it has a lot of potential, man. I'm just, I'm going to be very weary of it just because I don't want them to mess it up. I don't know. Yeah, no, I'm I'm with you, man. I'm I'm telling you, I, I'm excited. It should be a fun a fun ride, whether it's a critical hit or or not. Then we'll see. Oh, but it's again, gonna make I money am, though for sure. Oh, oh, for That's sure. I mean, it's gonna make money. This isn't this is an event movie. Like it becomes an event movie. You know, there's gonna be cameos. You know, there's gonna be all kinds of craziness. So it becomes like the the tentpole for that year. Like you got to go see it. So much like uh, Spider-Man, right? We, we knew the cameos were going to be there, so everyone had to see it, and it was a big movie. But it, this has the potential to be the same way. And again, in, in, in the way that they've, they've treated Deadpool is they let him do his thing. They, they keep it as close to the, you know, not close to the comics, but they keep it close to the same formula that they have. And the cameos aren't part of the movie. It's not why you go see the movie. It just happens to, to be there. Like in Deadpool 2, you had what like like 10 x-men in there <laughs> in, in in a two second clip and that was it you know and so it's a good way it's a good it's a good vehicle so i'm excited for that for sure um you know somebody in the chat had asked about i think it was funsky asked about black adam now i don't i didn't want to diverge into that but i'm kind of like 
whatever happened to that? And I think he's right. He says, what, 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 what happened to Black Adam? Supposed to be DC's biggest hit of this year, but no buzz at all. Like, are you even excited no. for Black Adam? I don't know. I don't, I don't care to watch it, to be honest. <laughs> even the, the trailer's kind of, it was boring. Like, the trailer, I remember watching it. was like, I'm kind of bored of this. So it, no, it, I'm not. I'm not excited. I think that I don't think this movie. I don't. I don't know. I obviously it's the Rock, so like they're projecting it. I'm sure to do crazy numbers, and it's with DC, so it should. Again, it's like what we're talking about with, um, Deadpool. On paper, that should work, right? Right. But probably decision making, like this. I don't think the script's that strong. Like from what the trailer gave us. Unless they're hiding a lot of stuff, and then you know it's like an epic movie. But Bonsky is right; like no buzz at all. Like nobody's talking about it. Like you'll see whenever they, you know, something pops up from the shoe or something. You know, like you'll see a little pop, and people bring it up, and nobody's talking about it. Nobody's like making theory videos about. It. Nobody really cares. Like I feel like DC's in a in a weird spot, especially with like the Flash movie supposed to rewrite their wrong. You know, like I don't know, they're in a weird spot right now. Yeah, you know, I, I the one the one buzz thing I'm reading about, and again, it's an on again off again, you know, rumor is Henry Cavill might be in it as Superman. And for this movie, I wouldn't hide that. <laughs> I wouldn't hide it at all. Like if Henry Cavill's in the movie, put him front and center with the rock and have him team up and have him battle or do whatever they're gonna do. But it's it's not one of those movies that I I, I don't know man I, I don't know I was down on Shazam and Shazam was pretty damn good, um, and and it made money and it was fine but like I am really worried that this movie is not going to be any good I don't know I just but it's true like I watch it and I'm like, uh, and then the fact that they they recolored it in the Snyder colors I was like that's stupid I, I'm really not interested now anytime you say Snyderverse or whatever I I. <laughs> I turn it off because I think that's that's one of the dumbest things. It, it was great and it was fun, but I'm not a big fan. I'm not a big fan of that. So I don't know. Yeah, Coloring the movie a certain way is not going to change the movie. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know. I, I haven't even seen really much press on The Rock talking about it too much. You know what I mean? Like when he's doing a Kevin Hart movie, they're everywhere. Yeah. You see yeah. clips of their, their stuff everywhere. But I don't know. We'll I, see. I, I think he I think he I think he uh sold it too early. Like cause he was doing promos for it before. I think he, he even his performance at Comic Con like fizzled. Like they were like, eh. <laughs> like it wasn't buzzworthy. And so I I just think this might be a again, by by the standards of movie making, it'll make its money back. I'm sure of it. It's just not going to be the billion dollar movie that they want. Like, like, it's really making. good, and they but, know uh, yeah. it's really good, and they don't really care because it's like once they see the movie, they're going to go because of the rock, and once they see it, they'll understand it. Unless it's like that, but yeah, I know. I mean, it's like Fast and Furious. Like, <laughs> like people went to go see it, even though they knew they were going to fly to the moon or, or go take a car into space. <laughs> Damn, people still wanted to see it. Um, That's a good point. You know, yeah, I mean, there are people who just love the property and, and love The Rock, and I'm one of those people. I, I, I'm going to go see the movie. I'm just not excited to go see it. I'm just not like, 
I have to go. Like I'm, you know, the buzz is there. I'm just like, eh, it's a, you know, <laughs> but again, we'll see, we'll see what happens. And yeah, I don't even know if I'm going to make the trip. Like, isn't I'll it literally just down it. the street from your house? Yeah. Like I'll just wait. <laughs> <laughs> I'll watch somebody talk about it on YouTube while I shoot some bodies. <laughs> I'll give you the rundown. How's that? I'll tell you whether it's worth it or not. But you went to go see Top Gun a couple times, though, right? No, I only seen it once. Oh, I, was okay. gonna, I was definitely going to see it again. Um, yeah, that was a good movie, though. Oh man, let's see. Um, I think uh, Jay Birdie had said Michael Keaton's coming back as Batman is epic. Well, it's if through the Flash movie ever makes sees the light of day. <laughs> um, I mean that I think that's great to bring you know old man, uh, old man back, but. Uh, I don't know. It's it's got to make sense. I, I'm I'm kind of done with the Ezra Miller shit. Like I don't care anymore. The Flash stuff. Uh, there's no there's no promo for it. There's no there's no buzz. D, that's the problem. DC has no buzz. Like like Ryan Reynolds and, and no, Hugh Jackman but, show up and do do this shit. There's buzz everywhere. The Rock is just sitting there. Ezra like, had the buzz. It's just not the right kind. Not the one. <laughs> yeah, <other>. yeah. <laughs> the kid's a star. Just not a good star. Oh. <laughs> uh, He's all the movie supposedly is really good too. Like it tests That's really what I good. Heard. Like the movie's gonna be fire. So it's like they're in a weird spot, and I think they know that it's gonna be good. I feel like they're just hoping he doesn't do something so outrageous that it's like they have to cancel the movie because at this point they're just trying to like get the movie out there because I think it's gonna perform well. Like you got the the negative pub- publicity. People probably want to go watch it to see if it's bad. And I'm sure right. I'm sure you'll see a lot of like he's still a piece of shit kind of thing, but um, you know, we'll see. We'll see. I, I'm excited for that one. That's I'm definitely going. Got my ticket. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I mean, again, it's it's got implications. It's got the what is it the the, the timeline where where he's uh, Flashpoint. You know, it's got all that stuff in it. I'm just like, I I'm excited about that one, but I'm over the the story of it. Like like it's one thing. If you just hear it for the first time, you know, oh, that's crazy. But now, you know, Ezra, Ezra Miller's done too many dumb things, and you're just like, okay, I'm over this. Like, just put the movie out already. Um, but we'll and see. he's gonna be all in the movie. Like, he's playing multiple characters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you're if you don't like Ezra Miller, you're not gonna like this movie. <laughs> I mean, when I heard Michael Keaton was coming back as Batman, and I saw some of the stills of him on set. I was excited because that's that's one of those that's the nostalgia the nostalgia bait. It's like, here guys, if you like Batman nineteen eighty nine, let's go. We got you here, um, and I was hooked. I was like, oh, Michael Keaton, I'm there, I'm there. And then like Ezra Miller, and I'm like, oh, okay, no problem. I can deal with him punching a lady at the convenience store. Uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> wait a second, he took a lady hostage. Oh God. <laughs> um, but you, you know, like I said, it, it gets worse with his story. But yeah. We'll see. We'll see, man. There's a lot of of stuff out there. Um, you know, a lot of people just going crazy. Again, I, I think the the She Hulk stuff is driving me crazy, man. These these content creators going back and forth on She Hulk, and I I, I really it, it, they're really kind of whiny. A lot of people are really whiny about the MCU lately. And again, the MCU is no longer you know the sure thing that people say it is. Or at least. Not from a critic's perspective. But it's not that they, they haven't dropped anything bad either. You know what I mean? No. So it's no. like they're still batting at a high high average. It's just 
I think it's it's to the point where like people want they're gonna the same thing with what I said earlier. I think the MCU just got is, is too big now. You're gonna have yeah. naysayers. Not everybody's gonna like everything, especially now that they are very much clearly trying to appeal to certain audiences. You're gonna get the backlash from the the comic the comic purists, and then you're gonna get backlash from like the people who don't like you know the opposite of of their target audiences, especially like something like She Hulk. Like all the men bashing, and then it's like your MCU's main. I mean, I'm sure it's probably like a lot more split now, but like comic, usually comic book lovers are dudes for the most part. So it's like, <laughs> yeah, you, you know what I mean. So it's like <laughs> you're man bashing majority of your base that's it's, gonna support it no matter what. Right. It's for the boys. It's yeah. for the boys. But <laughs> I don't know. I just I, I, I just think th- the bar was set way too high. At the start, I feel like everybody like tries to relate it back to like the first movies, and they're like, "Okay, yeah. it needs to be this good." Like they're not bad movies; they're decent movies. It's like the same thing with, like Star Wars. I mean, they did reset and then blow up a Death Star like four more times, but that's different <laughs> than like what it was before. But you yeah. know, you have all these new like they're just trying new things because you know they're like you can't please everybody. You know, yeah. you can't make the same the same movies you made. Like with the first Iron Man, you can't have that same lineup and then just keep putting in new characters. Like people are going to get angry, but then people are going to get angry at change. So you can't win. But they're not terrible. They're not terrible movies. Except for think, Eternals. I don't even think that was that bad. Like it's it just wasn't, slow. Yeah. It's that, just different. It, different you know? pace. Like to me, yeah. like that's how I looked at it. Like I was like, I think that was like very early on too when I was like starting to realize like, oh, they are trying to like appeal to different audiences. That was like more of a like a. Yeah. I would say like a quote unquote majestic style movie, like you know, mm-hmm. like old cinema a little bit, but it wasn't. You know, it's not my cup of tea. I'm never gonna probably watch it again unless it's on or something. You know, I'm gonna be honest. But I just think, I don't know. It it kind of scares me because now they got all these shows lined up. You know, like and She Hulk kind of started really good, and it just fizzled out. And it's only like two more episodes. And what? I think her this last episode because I don't think that the, this last episode was terrible like people are making it seem, but I think there was like a leak that Daredevil was supposed to be in the last three episodes, and yeah. I seen that everywhere right before the episode came out, and then he wasn't in it at all. <laughs> so then I think that's where a lot of the backlashes, and now at this point people are just gonna watch it to see because they know. He's either going to be in the next one or the last episode, which I hope is not a one episode arc. That's kind of, that would be more disappointing, you know? So I don't know. The, I feel like it's the, the ultimate trolling. It's the ultimate trolling for everybody. It's like, it's like, why, why announce it? It's like, it's almost like they want it to be too meta. Yeah. You know, cause like she breaks the fourth wall. So it's like, oh, we know you want to see him, especially cause they, they showcased him in the trailer. It was like, we know you want to see him. Let's tease him and then not show anything about him. In the next exactly. episode, and then it'd be like, I think Funsky said it, it was. It became like a Sex in the City episode, like, yeah, yeah. you know, it's exactly. And it seems like it's gonna be predictable with like the bad guys. Like, as soon as the the new boyfriend came in, or like the the dude came in the picture at the wedding, I was like, yeah, guy's a bad guy. He's not a good guy. Why did he just pull up on her? <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> But, but again, my issue is the the way people are complaining about it. It just is driving me insane. The the, the TikToks, the freaking Twitter rants, and 
and the, and the amount of people like getting like emotional about this shit. I'm like, guys, it's a TV show. Relax. Yeah. And I get, Content. I get being Content's king. No, I get it. I get it. I, and I get being a fan of this stuff, but my God, like people are having like almost like political fights about it. Like, you know, like, like one guy puts out a, 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 you know, a TikTok about it and he says how the MCU is dying. And then you've got like 16 other people like responding, hate bashing this guy. <laughs> this guy thinks it's over. He, it's because it's not for you. It's like, Jesus, like, relax, please. Like, get over oh, yourselves. Wait, wait. It, it's like, that's the beauty of it, though. People love it. You know, like, it comes with, again, MCU is so big. Like, people grew up on this stuff. Like, they live yeah. by this stuff. Like, I always say, like, my if my dad was alive, like, my dad was a comic book lover. Like, if he was alive during the MCU, like, that man would have been in. Hey, he probably would have been on, on Reddit. Like, you're, <laughs> you you don't know what you're talking about. You know, like, to me, yeah. th- these MCU movies and like, I mean, think about it: the X Men movies, Spider Man, like all those movies for me were like my comic books growing up. You know what I mean? I didn't have to go read comic books. Because they were going to give me a movie, you know, especially after the first X-Men. Like, I felt like there was, like, a superhero movie that came out every so often that was like, oh, yeah, like, you got the Fantastic Four, Blade, all that stuff. So, Or yeah. Blade was first, really. Yeah, yeah, it was one of the one of the early ones, for yeah, sure. So. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I feel like, I feel like the, I don't know. And I guess that helps them, too, because, like, people are still watching the show. They hate that yeah. or not, they're watching. No. But see again, that I think it's it's so on the nose about trolling you. Like like they know they're gonna they're pissing people off, and it's creating buzz. And their their marketing campaign for it on Twitter is is amazing because they have some of the guys in character have Twitter accounts and they're doing different shit on there. It's fun, but it's it's driving people crazy. And and like I said, it drives me crazy the reactions. I don't care about what they're doing, but again. Listen, people, it's the number one stream show. So obviously something's working. So, the, the, you know, again, what in, in, in bottom line in the streaming world, views. That's all they care about is the views. Yeah. And now, again, I'm sure Marvel has a big plan and they're probably going to, you know, course correct this She-Hulk thing. But right now they're getting the views they want. And so it, you can't call it a, you know, you can't call it a failure at this point, even no, though everybody else says it is. Everybody pays the same for admission. You know what exactly. I mean? Like everybody, the people that love you, the people that hate you. Um, but we'll see. Like, if that's true, you know, and they are trolling, then that means I think the last, or at least the last episode, I can't say both, because I really did believe the Daredevil 3, last three episodes, I thought that would be dope. Like, end it with, like, you know, introduce them in the, you don't even have to be the whole episode, but, like, introduce them at the end, you know? Then, then you set up the next two episodes, and then you go through there. But for me, I think if they are trolling, the last episode would probably be, like, top-tier, like, content. You know what I mean? Like, imagine, yeah, exactly. like, it's just, like, <laughs> one of the best, like, streaming episodes, and they're like, yo, they, we got you. Like, you know, we, we know what we're doing. That would be awesome. But honestly, the way the show's going, I don't see it happening. And I like the characters, and I want to see more of this, but I... I I do think they have to work on like how they're going to present it. Like, are they going to give us like a lot of her life or like more courtroom scenes? Because we haven't had a courtroom scene in like two episodes, I think. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a little at bit. least with her in it because I think it was her homie and the, the other lawyer, but I don't know. 
I'm gonna finish it. You know, I personally, like I said earlier, I don't hate it. Like I enjoy when I watch it. Like I'm not bored at all. Like you know, I'm looking forward to it. Like I know it's it's coming out. I'm gonna watch it, but I see what the other side. I see why people don't like it. Yeah, yeah. No, <clears throat> I, 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 and that's the thing. I can I can understand people's feelings on it. I just don't understand why it's so amplified. But that's okay. It's okay. Again, it's everyone's entitled to their opinions. On I things. think what James says in the chat, he says, we fans make the millions. Give us what we want. I think a lot of people probably share that sentiment a lot. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Especially like avid Marvel MCU movie going fans. Like, yo, I go to every premiere. Like, this is, and I think that's what kind of hinders like the, if the Kevin Feige stuff is real, like he's kind of too spread out because there's so many options you can go with this. And it's like, if he's the only guy, like, really that they're trusting to oversee everything that kind of hurts because there's just so much stuff. And it's like, things aren't going to be as good as they could be. If it was like, he was working on five movies. I think they said that he was working on like 14 movies and like 10 streaming shows or something like that. Like he has a part in each of those. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's the executive producer in most of them. So yeah, his hand touches all that. So, which is not, I I agree. Look, you got to give people what they want and you know, and that's what I'm saying. I think, I think, and unfortunately, what you would have to do is like overtly say, this is not canon, or this is like almost like you know, you, know, you remember like when they used to have a breakdown, they had the kids' shows, like Clone Wars, it was a kid's show, and they would yeah. tell you it was on Disney, um, Disney's whatever, uh, animation rewind or some shit. Like, you know, it was, it was something specifically geared for kids. Same thing. They're gonna have to like start to like delineate and say, okay, this is MCU canon. This is you know, or this is uh, you know, I don't know, adventure series. I don't know some shit like that because She Hulk is clear to me again to me what it is and what it was for. And but most people are like MCU and the and the bigger picture, and so they they get all. Uh, I think that's shape. I mean, that's the MC. It's the MCU. You know, yeah, Marvel Cinematic Universe. Like I don't think there's ever going to be a point where they like give us non-canon things just because it's already complicated to keep up with everything going on. So it's like now if you start adding non-canon things, I think they're going to start having just side stories that maybe won't go into the bigger picture, but if they want to use it, you can. And I think that's the the beauty of it, but I agree like maybe just very much one-off stories because like, I mean, even how they started it, they had the Hulk there, and they they just kicked him out. We haven't heard from him since, you know. Besides, I think like her leaving a voicemail, you know. So it's like that's it's. I I feel like they may be trying to like separate this one a little bit, just because it's also like the fourth break, fourth wall breaking show. You know, it's a little bit different than other things. It's not like a Loki where like, you know, it's like Loki was more cinematic in in how it was presented. This does feel like a TV show. Yeah, you know, yeah. like I, I really feel like this is something that would have came on like on CW if CW had Marvel properties, not right. DC. Right, and that's how I see it too. I, I feel like that's that's what I'm watching. It's like a CW show or WB, whatever. Like, like one of those you know campy shows that it has a superhero element in it, but it's not you know necessarily what like mainstream, right? But you know, the greatest example, and now that we were talking about it, and I think it was fun, was what if where you, they told us, they told us, what if is not, at first it was like, these are just stories that 
you know, a random, again, they, they tricked us. It was like, these are random stories. And this is what, you know, what if you imagined a what if, if something changed, right? Yeah. And it became part of the MCU and canon because you've got all of those elements in movies. You've got the, you know, Doctor Strange, the Sorcerer Supreme, you know, Mystic. You got the zombies. You got all this other craziness that like sort of morphed itself into the movies, which was which was great. But I, I enjoyed the fact that I thought that these were not related to the main MCU. And then they were at some point. There were elements of it that were in there. So I don't know. That was a good, a good use of that. And plus it was an experiment, I think. Them, them yeah. you know, trying this this animation style and all this stuff. But it worked. That worked for me. But again, they told me it wasn't part of the thing. So when I watched it, I wasn't like, how is this going to f- you know fit into the world? I was like, this is just a one-off to the and then when it actually morphed into it, I was like, I was pleasantly surprised. So um anyway. <laughs> yeah. When it came to what if I kind of always knew it was gonna intertwine just because where the movies were going, like you know, we yeah. I knew multiverse of madness was that by at that point I was getting that's when I was like super on the leaks of like multiverse of madness, spider uh Spider-Man No Way Home, like so I was kind of like they opened it up with the multiverse talk like that. And like variants, like it was oh, a continuation yeah. as well to like what we've seen in Loki, like variants. So, yeah, which, I, I, I just felt like it was like a little setup, but I, I do see what you're saying. Like, eventually, these things are, like I said, I think they're gonna be like, like Daredevil's gonna be very like on its own unless it crosses, unless he crosses over with like the Avengers or like a Spider Man. I can see, you know, yeah. but like I think like the show itself, is, and maybe the shows might cross, especially like the Echo show. I, I think he said they said that, um, Daredevil is going to make an appearance in that as well. So I think those kind of things are going to cross over, but I think they're going to keep it very much street level because that was the difference in like the comic books. Like some people are just street level superheroes. Some people are like the intergalactic superheroes. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. And um, I think there was a comment there about, I think the same thing that uh, James had, but I think it was Andrew Moss. He said, but how do you give millions of people a single story that everyone wants? I agree that MCU has become a, a, a touch off. Uh, lore but welcome to comics and changing stories so it's the same it's the same concept it's it, it the comic books were were always different variations of the story in in, in different characters and yeah especially um, when I you mean, got new writers and stuff yeah right right every time that, that a new writer or a new um you know animator or illustrator got on there it was a completely different look it was a completely different style and the story could change and and so those were funds, and that's why you hear, "Oh, this is the Infinity uh, Gauntlet run," or "This is the Infinity," uh, you know, story. The Spider-Man has three different variants: is the Amazing Spider-Man, the the Fantastic Spider-Man, and just Spider-Man. And then you've got Miles Morales. So, like, it's 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 that's what comics are, and people forget that. And, and again, I like the singular story, and I like the fact that we're trying to intertwine them, but people forget that the, the origins of comics were to give you different perspectives and different things. And some, some even like, like some comics were like political and have activism in it. And like, yep. like this, they, they, they take the story and they go, okay, we're going to use this character and his main drive will be this singular storyline. And, and then they reboot it to something else. So I don't know. People just need to understand that shit. Um, let's see. <clears throat> So uh, let's see. Uncle James is a DC for life. He likes uh, his Marvel has become the WWE of production studios, making money <laughs> in spite of themselves. Um, 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, it's a formula that's working right now. And until that formula stops producing money. I mean, that's um, the thing. The formula eventually, I mean, again. Oh, yeah. Something that goes up must come down. Like, eventually, it's going to stop working. But I think they're so far into the universe thing that, like, they have to, like, keep expanding and, and use every property, especially now that they got, like, think about it. Like, them getting the, the Fox properties just extended their run again because now, you know, they might have a lull right now. But, like, there's going to be movies that I'm sure, like, the, the new X-Men, like, that's going to be crazy. Like, somebody, uh, I think it was Real Rejects as well, but, like, um, one of the guys was, like, Think about it. They never really gave us an X-Men story. Like in the old X-Men movies, mm-hmm. it was mostly like centered around a couple of the X-Men and their like personal things. And then, you know, however it it, interfe- it affects the team. But like when you think about like an X-Men story, more like a, like the X-Men the animated series, like those kind of stories. We've never really seen that. Like the teamwork, you know, like all that stuff. So I think like there's a lot of opportunity. The new Fantastic Four, like they've seen the mistakes of all the other ones, they can make a good movie. So I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm excited to see because they could drop the ball on all of these movies. It could be yeah, very bad, sure. <laughs> <laughs> but also they can extend their run and show why. Like I think it's funny enough. Like I think like Kevin Feige needs his group of Avengers in, in production and like getting like a team that he can really trust of like high level like-minded people and see if they can continue the run. Because I think if he's going to, he's not going to do this for what, like another, he'll probably do this like another 20 years maybe. And then eventually he's going to maybe want to retire or do something else or like try another project. Like who knows? Like, especially with the creative, like creative minds wander on stuff. Like I'm sure he's been thinking about this since like the X-Men when he was on, on that film. So it was like, Eventually, he's going to want to shift a little bit, I think. Yeah. I mean, listen, he's he's created a formula. It's to say, look, the Hollywood studios, the Hollywood, you know, machine for many, many years figures out what that formula is. And it always changes. So right now we're in the Marvel superhero renaissance. We're in the, the height of this of this movie in, in 10, 15 years it'll be something else and, and it'll be a shifting, you know, but think about it, like in the twenties and, you know, I wasn't around then, but in the twenties, thirties, forties, they had these musicals and, and then these big budget productions and these studio houses, just like Marvel who controlled almost the entire landscape of movies. When they put out movies, people went to see them in droves and then, you know, people's sensibilities changed. They went to more indie films in the 60s and 70s, these were more experimental films. They became the classics that we see today. And then in the 80s, they became just bubblegum bullshit. Like they were just action movies where guys spit out, you know, shitty catchphrases and blew up, you know, indiscriminate amount of people. And then again, shifting to the, you know, so everybody, you figure out what makes money and what, what formula and the things that people want to see. And you just give it to them. You give them to them. And again, um, Spielberg figured out the blockbusters in the summers. So everybody makes a huge blockbuster in the summer. Um, now it's become a summer and winter film, like, you know, the event December film. It, again, it, it it's all going to change. But what I tell people is enjoy this shit. Enjoy the shit out of this time right now. If you're a nerd, you're a comic book fan, you love this shit. Enjoy it now because it's going to go away. 
<laughs> at some point the money dries up people's sensibilities change people don't want to see the same shit over and over again and they'll start to see new things top gun maverick is an example of people wanting to see something different right it's a big movie uh now there's a comment on here about avatar i'm telling you right now no one i, I in my opinion Avatar 2 will make lots of money, but it's not going to be the same. It's not going to be the same level that you saw Avatar 1. But again, they're trying something different. Avatar 2 is that nostalgia kick. It's, a, oh, you remember this movie 20 years ago? We got it back and we're going to give you everything all over again. That type of thing. I <laughs> feel like that was a little bit more, just because it's been so long, that one's like more planned out. You yeah. know, like... I don't I I honestly think it's gonna probably break records. Like when you think about it, like post pandemic, a lot of these movies are breaking records. Yeah. Like because yeah. pe people wanna go out now. Like we we kinda I think it got to a point before the pandemic where like movies were were kind of taken for granted. But now you're seeing like movies that have like minimal uh minimal like uh, advertisement and stuff. Like I know it because I'm like always watching like reactions and stuff. So I'm like my YouTube feed is just different movies coming out or, like, people talking about it. So I see a lot of these movies that are, like, like wow, that movie actually did really well. Like, I think before the pandemic, it kind of was, like, a, you see the biggest movie that comes out. Like, people wanted to go see, like, the Avengers-level movies. They'll go see those movies. But if it's, like, a mid-level movie, they'll be like, eh, we'll wait till it comes out on, on streaming because I can just watch a new movie that just dropped on Netflix instead of that and save money and I could probably order in or, you know, whatever. So I think like the pandemic kind of like opened our eyes, like because you know think about it in the pandemic there was talks about I think we even talked about it like yeah. movie theaters being shut down. So it's like the fact that it bounced back and like the the economy is like or not the economy, just people are showing like they love going to the movies still and it's still like that getaway for the family and stuff. Like I think a movie like Avatar might do crazy numbers. I've never even seen the first one, so I, I don't even know if I'm gonna check yeah. this one out, but. I saw know. the first one, but I didn't see it in theaters. So I was, I, I'm, I still, I think if it's still up next week, I'm probably going to go see it in the theater. I still haven't had a chance to go. But my, my, my problem with the, the Avatar 2 is that the lore of Avatar, the story of Avatar, is not that impressive to me in terms of me wanting to see it continue. That's all. That's my, my gripe with Avatar 2. I'm sure it will be uh visually you know amazing and sound wise it's gonna be all all the things that i love about movies but i'm just not that excited about it and it it and james cameron hasn't given me anything other than this look how beautiful it is <laughs> and to me it's gonna be an event film but it's not the same it's not that there's no reason for me to want to go first week i just i'm gonna go eventually probably see it in the theaters um in the comments uh Talia says here that the nostalgia kick movies they're not the same I agree. And that's what we we're talking about. Like Top Gun is that one nostalgia, you know, kick movie that got it right. And guess what? Hollywood took notice and they're already talking about rebooting a bunch of different films that were popular in the 80s. And if the cast is still around, they're going to put them in the movie. Um, and that's it's not that's not a formula. The, the thing that Top Gun did right was give you what you wanted, which was an, an uncomplicated movie that was easy to swallow and fun to watch. And that was it. Like the bad guys, you know, were pretty simple. Um, the, the, you know, the heroes didn't die and, you know, uh, spoiler warning. Uh, <laughs> um, 
And that's what people wanted. That's what people wanted in, in, a, in, a, in a summer movie to just go back to the movies and have fun. And that was what they got. So the message into Hollywood took was, oh, look, look, we can reboot these movies. No, no. It's give people simple stories and they'll enjoy them. Um, that's what I think is the trick to Top Gun. Um, plus, they did it right. They did. They, they played homage to the, the things that we loved about it. And they they were they weren't clever about it. They were on the nose. They were like. Haha, you like the intro? Well, here's the intro again with all the same exact music and all the same stuff, just upgraded. <laughs> yeah. um, but that's what I wanted. That's what I wanted. So, um, yeah, I, I mean, reboot's kind of been around. I mean, reboots are always around. It's just, it's how you do it. Like, I, I, I see somebody talk about like Hocus Pocus. I've never, again, I've never seen the first, <laughs> but you just hear like people's chatter about it and like, Hocus Pocus 2 sounds like they just was like, hey, you remember that movie? This is we're gonna we're gonna hit every beat of that movie at some exactly. point in this one. And I'm <laughs> like a- that like nah, like we don't need movies like that. Like that diminishes the brand. And I think somebody like made a, a comparison to it, like like you know when you see Lion King, you're like, wow, that's such a great movie. And then you're like Lion King one and a half or whatever that movie is like, and you just don't watch it because you're like, it's not gonna be Lion King. It's right. just a, a cheap, hey, stay here, you know. Um, but to your point though, I think that's why like Marvel, like Marvel did it right when they started like incorporating different properties, and I was like, oh, that's what people want to see. They want to see like continuations with just as good of movies, you know. And, and it ties into this other movie that I really liked. And they did that well, and that's why people like try to make a universe and everything. They try to make the mummy, yeah. or, you know, the, the that kind of universe or whatever. They try to do that, but you know, they forgot about like people just enjoy that popcorn movie. And I think that's what Top Gun really did show was like, yo, people miss that 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 one movie that you you just know the story's gonna yeah. wrap up nice and tight, right? We're gonna have a great time. We're gonna smile. You know, what I mean, we're gonna f- feel sad at some point. Like, yeah, yeah, it, it we're gave here you for the ride. Yeah, so. Yeah. It's just, but I think Hollywood needs to learn how to like balance. They go, like you said, they go to one thing. If they see, they see it makes money, they're going to that the whole year. Listen, in every studio executive and and producer's desk right now is an old '80s property of of actors who are still alive <laughs> to see if they can do another Top Gun. I'm telling you, that's that's and again, it's it, Top Gun did something that was amazing and it made billions of dollars and that's great but the formula and the secret is there it's it's there i don't know understand why they don't see it but again i'm not an executive i don't work for those guys but um but we'll see man we'll see i already saw that they rebooted fletch which is an old 80s movie uh it was it was um in production at around the same time as top gun poorly received fletch is a great property from the 80s but uh, not a movie that people really wanted to clamor to go back to see um in the comments, we have a couple of people here to talk about the James says Marvel versus DC crossover movies that will hashtag save them both. Um, that would be interesting. That would, would be the it. new direction. But I think they would have to do it only if DC has. Like, I mean, they got Henry Cavill, but like they got seven Batman. Like what Batman do you pick to cross over to? Marvel? Right. You know, right. like, you, like, you know, for sure. Like, yeah, I'm sure Ironheart's going to be great. Ironheart, you know what I mean? It's going to be like the new iteration of of Iron Man. But right. if they do a crossover, they're picking Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man to cross over. 
you know course, I mean? of course. Because that's like the most iconic. Not saying that you know the new Iron Man won't be that, or like just the new generation, because we're starting to see like I mean, even Hawkeye, you know, start retiring. So we're gonna start seeing like the the shift. But I'm sure we'll we'll see like new characters that will be like perfect casting. Like you know, that's one thing with Marvel. They're really good. Like even She Hulk. Like I think, she, um, I forgot her name, but she fits the character very well. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. But for DC, they don't really have that many options to do something like i mean like flash you know you're gonna put ezra miller there like probably <laughs> not true you know so it's like <laughs> i think dc needs to get you know a couple movies where they have like these good castings for these characters and i think that could be something that happens in the possibility especially with like direction that everything's going is like multiversing and crossing universes and and different variants of the same character in the same movie like we'll see yeah, but I, I would love I would love to see like Superman, you know, versus Thor or some shit like that. I mean, like something just like completely like like that's an event movie and it's completely insane. And, mm-hmm. it's, and it's I would love to see something like that, but it, it got to build it up. And again, it becomes an event movie. People want to go see that and you got to be in the theater to go see it. That would be really, really great. But then you know. hit with the Marvel versus Capcom. Right, oh, <laughs> you know, that that movie I'd watch, but I want I want Jean Claude Van Damme's Guile <laughs> from Street Fighter. <laughs> That's what I want uh, versus uh, Iron Man or whatever or, or Tobey Maguire. That'd be great. <laughs> there you go, my my old movie uh, references there. Uh, James says we love shitty catchphrases. That's from the '80s movies. Okay, <laughs> and he gives us a couple of them. Uh, you know. Yippee Kaye, motherfucker. That's a great one. I'll be back. Uh, Ricky. 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 That's what I scream all the time when I get shot in the back. Ricky. <laughs> uh, an ET phone home. Okay. Those are really, really good ones. Um, let's see. Andrew says, with all the uh, CG across everything, is that going to be a uh, guarantee that not the same feeling with Avatar 2? Like I said, I, the story of Avatar is not is not compelling to me the so so just having the great cg and all that stuff is not going to work for me um you got a little bit of heat man andrew says yet you haven't seen hocus pocus <laughs> um andrew don't get mad at me i haven't seen hocus pocus one either <laughs> <laughs> let's go <laughs> but i saw hocus pocus too i thought it was okay <laughs> i thought it was okay <laughs> it's andrew says please get blackout on the uh on that for uh big llama no i i, I can't get on him because i am not on it either so i apologize that's a perfect reaction <laughs> for halloween <laughs> do a halloween that's why hocus pocus one uh <laughs> big homie says what was uh trash about hocus pocus two um what i'm hearing is just the worst version of hocus pocus one that's what yeah, I'm hearing. I mean, I, I haven't seen it, so I can't say particulars, but it does. The, the reviews don't make me want to watch either of them, to be honest. I think it's the modern. It's also not. Yeah, it's also not I, my thing. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the modernization of, of Hocus Pocus. I think they they hit on a couple of like current things, and that's always a danger when you try to date the movie and you go. You know, 35 years ago, it was this. And today we have this. And then they, they react to today's shit. That's what takes you out of the movie. Uh, yeah. I didn't see the first one, but I'm, I'm assuming that that's what people are complaining about. I, I thought it was okay. It was a cute movie. It wasn't like, you know, Oscar winning performances, but, you know, 
<laughs> um, Andrew says it's a must see. So uh, apparently, <laughs> I must I must watch. <laughs> My boy Pablo uh, in the chat. With Pop, yeah, Pablo. Pablito. What's up, man? He says, uh, sub boy. Is that Pablo who we've, who we've been playing with online? Yeah. yeah. That guy's wild. That's a wild like, guy. Yo, guy but I respect him stories. because he asked me. He asked me. He's like, are you streaming? Yeah. And he just, you know, he keeps the wildness to, to a stream level wildness. But I'll stream. That boy is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> he is it's crazy. Time. That's what I, I, I respect him. So, Pablo, let's listen. The next time we play, <laughs> I man, totally, I'll just listen. I said, yo, he told a story. I think it was off stream too. But he told us, oh no, he said something. And I was like, I was like, yo, Pablo, just know. I was like, I know him. Like I, he's my co-host. And I see, I see how all of us react to each other. I said he was he, he was shook by what you said. <laughs> and then and then this guy goes, he says the exact line. He was like, Oh, it was this one, huh? I was like, Yes. <laughs> yeah. You, but you stopped so you're like, oh. Oh, yeah, no, okay. he's telling stories about uh, being on the inside. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, okay, I'm not there, man. I'm not, not living that kind of life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's see. Uh, Talia says sequels are usually not that good. Okay. It, 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 there's some rarities, but for the most part, sequels are cash grabs. So, um, mm -hmm. and, and she's right. She says they sometimes half-ass because the reason they do the sequel is because of the high demand. Yeah. They try to do something with the movie that they couldn't do in the first place, and usually it's money. Usually it's money. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I think that's what's wrong with sequels, like because the sequels that like people actually care about and like are passionate about, they're good. You know what I mean? Like, think about it. Like, how many besides like the Thor, the Thor line? I don't really like like the first couple, mm -hmm. but Captain America, Captain America two. You know oh what yeah, I mean? yeah, pretty yeah, good. Was... Like Iron Man, Iron Man two to me were good. So, yeah, no, no. I, I think those are done in, with an intention. Like there's yeah. a, there's a story. But there's a but, story. Yeah, that, that might be easier yeah. to write for. Right, but when you have a one-off movie that just did really, really well, and you go, mm. oh, let's try to extend this to two movies or three. Yeah. Now they're writing them with three movies in mind always. Like they're always trying to have that movie continue. But just you know, that's that's the the, the shitty part. Like there's just and then and sometimes it's obvious. It's like. We're going to do the same thing, but we're going to take the character you really liked and give him a bigger part. And then you're going to love the movie even more. And sometimes it works, but most of the time it's like, oh, what? Like, like the Lethal Weapon movies. Like, I enjoyed the first two. Part three and four, I was like, all right, that's enough. That's enough Joe Pesci. He was great. He was great in that, the second one. But please, stop regurgitating his ass because people thought he was funny. Um, Die Hard did it well. They took the same formula, but they changed the, the scenery. They changed the locations, and they did, and that worked pretty well. But but again, another cash grab. But it worked. It worked. Um, Big homies having some issue with me here. He says, "What what does that mean? That is that that, that it was modernized." I'm just saying that they 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 took today's things and try to like bring it to a new audience, which is fine. Which is fine. I just think that's what the old heads are taught. Are, are, are you know? Oh look, they did this dance. Oh look, they did this. It, it it just again for some I I thought it was fine, big homie. So please don't. <laughs> We're old now, can't have a childhood back. No, you can. I just I that people didn't like it. It's they review bombed it. Ad said he didn't like it, big homie. I didn't watch <laughs> it. <laughs> uh, let's see, but uh, the review like, definitely didn't make. I mean, my way yeah. of, of watching a, a movie is like if I watch a review and it's good, I'm gonna watch the movie. 
I'm not watching it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, doesn't sound doesn't sound appealing. But so is, oh, oh, also, he ha- he has a daughter. Yeah, exactly. He's all soft now. He's like, it's cute. Look at him. Yeah, he says, <laughs> I'm literally watching this now. It's cute. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, tell Brie, give, give your phone back, bro. Talia's <laughs> <laughs> uh, listen, Hocus Pocus 2 just didn't hit. That's like making a reboot of Titanic with Leonardo's old ass. I mean, <laughs> if he survives, how would he survive? <laughs> <laughs> with his cold old ass, for sure. Um, yeah, this is uh, Andrew Moss says, please don't remind me, big homie. I feel old enough as it is. Um, and then there's a great example here. It says uh, Terminator, uh, Andrew Moss says, Terminator and Terminator 2 are great examples of later sequels doing better, but they're super rare. No, I, see, that makes sense. There's more story to the Terminator that could be told. And honestly, James Cameron, when he made the first Terminator, it was like an indie film for him because he had no idea that he was going to be able to, to sell this product and and it be the phenomenon that it was with Arnold Schwarzenegger. So when he had more money and more time and he had more story, which there was more story to tell, um, it made sense. And yes, T2 is a, a huge improvement on T1 for sure. Um, like The Godfather too. Yeah, well, The Godfather... The Godfather and Godfather 2 was that that mm-hmm. was a the rare sequel that either lives up or is better than the first. Um but like you and, can't do Titanic 2 because there's only one Titanic. <laughs> like you get on do Titanic boat. 2 under the sea, you know. <laughs> <laughs> or you know, it's like a it's like a, a memoriam movie, like they just <laughs> fishing out the bodies. <laughs> That's just grim. Uh, delays is the Rocky movies were good. Yeah, Rocky movies were. Mm-hmm. See, I, here's what I I would tell you about the Rocky movies, and I'm I'm going to be honest about it. And I know this is not a popular opinion. You just don't when like I Stallone, f- huh? No, 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 no. I I, <laughs> I didn't like Stallone. I honestly didn't like Stallone in the 80s and 90s. I really didn't. I thought I, but because there was this this fake, you know, Schwarzenegger versus Stallone camp, right? I was Team Schwarzenegger all the way. And I loved all his movies. And I didn't really watch a lot of Stallone stuff. When I watch Rocky, I love Rocky. I would tell you that right now. I love Rocky. But at the time that I watched them, and again, I didn't know about cash grabs or anything. But at the time I watched Rocky 1, 2, and 3, and now when I got to 4, and then the, the freaking turd that he dropped on 5, I kept I, at the time I was like, oh, this is just for money. That this is just a you, how can you have five movies of the same guy doing the same shit? <laughs> In later viewings, now that I've, wa- I've rewatched them with Lucas a couple times, um, and I've rewatched them from time to time, I thoroughly enjoy the story. I love the character, and I cry almost every time at different parts of each movie because now it's a different emotion for me. But at the time when they first came out, I was like cash grab oh mr t oh great he's popular now great oh that was a good one it was was it was great no i'm saying it was a great movie at the time that story was fantastic (laughs) family he tried to take his wife or something like that he was just being him i'm gonna show you a real man yeah (laughs) no but uh, but what i'm saying is at at that moment in time i was kind of cynical about it and i said this is a cash grab uh was it Hulk Hogan was in that movie? Mr. T was in that movie. They had just promoted WrestleMania one. Uh, it was all linked. And so to me, I, I, even as, as a kid, I was, I can see like, 
that is movie. That that's like movie money. I'm just gonna make money, give you some shit. But in later later life, as I'm watching it, I appreciate each of those movies, and they're really really good. And I I cry every time in Rocky Three when when Mickey dies. Spoiler alert. Um, <laughs> for a movie that's 40 years old, um, but you know it, it's it's so much more enjoyable because I now know the lore, I know the story, and I've enjoyed every single Rocky movie that's come out since. But at the time, I thought it was a cash grab. So uh, even with Creed, example. they did good. Like oh, Creed was amazing. Movie was great. Was super fire. Yeah, Creed was amazing, and and the story was was pretty much the same story as Rocky one, but the difference is obviously is the history of Creed and how it's Apollo's you know illegitimate son. All that stuff is a way different than the first Rocky, but the the main story is the same. He doesn't win the first match. He mm-hmm. goes the distance. Uh, and he loses. And and so that, to me, is a much better retelling of that story, uh, for sure. For sure. Yeah, I mean, uh, that, yeah, you got to give credit to, like, you know, Michael B. Jordan's performances, because I think he did really oh, yeah. well. But also Ryan yeah, Coogler, like, it. who does Black Panther, you know, like, clearly a, a talented person. But I think that's a better, like, I'm glad they went that route, because they could have easily just rebooted Rocky itself and just tried to get, yeah. like, a, a new version of rocky and like try to make like a multiverse you know like uh variant style rocky could have been his son this this, did this something different you know whatever yeah no that was that was great like listen rock like i said the creed storyline was amazing it made sense yeah i know i mean i i was but that's the thing again as you watch these movies the emotion is there the 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 balance is there I, i loved i loved these movies but Again, in the in my youth, I, I didn't think of them very highly, but now I I, I do enjoy them tremendously. But the Creed ones I loved right right away, because mm-hmm. it was so compelling. And again, Michael B. Jordan's a great great actor. Um, you feel his emotion, you feel his raw energy, um, you know. So, and I, obviously, it still stings that uh, you know Apollo Creed's not with us <laughs> <laughs> in the in the Creed movies. But um, let's see. Yeah, n- another great example. Let's see. This is another great series with the whole whole series until Rocky Five, but they get better afterwards. I think the newer Rocky movies. I think Stallone has vastly improved as an actor in his later years because they he brings emotion to a lot of these movies. Um, where in the eighties, I wasn't I wasn't digging it. But <laughs> um, let's see. All right, all right. So you know, this is great. Great discussion. This guy. We still have more to talk about, though, don't we? There's other things out there, right? I, I, this Cobra Kai was out. Uh, the Game oh, of Thrones, yeah, House of uh, the Dragons is out. Um, there's another show. The Dahmer show. Have you been watching that one? Nah. Oh, Not I, I want to watch it. <laughs> Me neither, but it's just like weird. It's just like int- it's interesting. Um, Luke, Little Llama is obsessed. He's, That's he, I think he's... Thing. That's not good. Yeah, he, you think he's gonna be a serial killer? You better he's go gonna be, Well, don't implicate I'm not gonna, gonna change <laughs> it, but listen, he starts wearing them them uh, shaded glasses, them gold or glasses. The white beard. He starts the dancing like that. Well, yeah. No, he's out. Well, we watched as a as a family. We were like, oh, we'll watch a new a new movie, and um, or new show. And we watched like 10 minutes of Dahmer, you know, because we like, you know, murder mystery and that type of stuff. 
and first 48 and shit after like 10 minutes we were creeped out we we're like mm, this is not a family show uh and, we read, off. and, and then we, we read some of the stuff that you would see in the show and my wife and i were like this is not something we want to watch with the kids so like we turned it off and little llama just kept watching it and now he's done i think he's done with the series <laughs> so but it's great. It's a great uh, show. I've, I think I watched episode one, um, and I've seen the reviews for it. People are loving the show. Um, but uh, I forget who who plays him. I'm trying to think of the actor's name. It's Evan it's Peters. the guy. It's Quicksilver. it's the guy who plays Quicksilver. Yeah, yeah. Evan Peters. I'm trying to think of it. Evan Peters. He's good. Um, what I did watch, but I ha- I'm not. I've never seen Game of Thrones, so I'm not really interested in um, House of Dragon. But what I did watch recently, because I've been watching Power, so that's mm-hmm. like kind of <laughs> been filling up most of my time. But um, <laughs> Kid Cudi did like a a movie on Netflix called Intergalactic, and honestly, it was like an animation style like movie, but it had a, like a lot of real elements. Like there was a lot of like real life things going on in it. Super fire! It I guess he dropped an album as well that like integrates with the movie, and like. A lot of the songs, actually, all the songs were from the album that they played throughout the movie. But super fire! I was telling everybody about it. Like that's something I'm definitely gonna watch again because I, I was it was like super late. It was like three or four in the morning when I like started it. I was like tired. I was like I definitely gonna watch this again. But the animation was fire. I think uh, Kenyon Bears had something to do with it as well. He's like everything he touches to me. Honestly, I like personally. Like he's he's one of my favorite like production. You know, TV movie production guys right now. <laughs> so it's called it's called Intergalactic. Yeah, super good. Isn't it the same people that made that animated Into the Spider Verse, right? Or it's it just like very similar. In, yes, it's very similar in that like animation style. Yeah. No, I have to check that out, man. That sounds good. I, I honestly never heard about it. So it's like a. It's literally. I mean, he was on. Uh, Kenny Barris was on um, Breakfast Club and was talking about it, but he was like. He's like, Kid Cudi wanted to do, like, a show about love and stuff. And, like, I'm a huge fan of Kid Cudi, his music. Even, like, his acting. Like, me and a Big Homie, one of our favorite shows, How to Make It in America. Kid Cudi's in there. So, like, I've always been a fan of him, him acting. But they were like, yeah, he wanted, he wanted to do a love show. And then I told him, I was like, why don't we just make a love story in animation form? You know what I mean? Like, and I don't know. As a person of color, like, you see a lot of, like, you don't really see that kind of animation. You know, Into yeah. the Spider-Verse was something, like, one of the first times, too, as well. It was like, wow. You know, feel seen in in the animation space, but yeah, super good. I'm telling everybody to go definitely check it out because it's it's like an hour forty minute movie. You know what I mean? But super good, good writing. Yeah, no, no, like I gonna, said, the animation is dope. We're gonna put that on the list for sure. I'm gonna check that out. Uh, I won't. I don't think I'm gonna do it for the channel. I want to enjoy and just watch something like that. Um, or should I do it for the channel? What do you uh, think? That'd be cool. I'm right, gonna try it out. Um. Let's see. Uh, there's more comments on Dahmer. Yeah, I, I talk more about Dahmer, but I, I honestly haven't watched but the first episode, so I don't want to get into it too much. But uh, Andrew Moss says that Dahmer was one messed up guy. I have to agree. <laughs> um, and Andrew says Dahmer is not for the channel. No, 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 no. <laughs> that's one you have to just kind of soak in yourself. You can't see. And that's the thing about these reactions sometimes is there's some movies I really do just want to watch for myself. And then I find out, I watch it, and then I go, oh, shit, that would have been great for the channel. But sometimes you just want to enjoy it, you know, and not necessarily have to 
uh, do the whole the whole routine with it. But um, you know, we have fun with it. Uh, let's see. Um, is there anything else in the chat? I mean, this has been a good a good run on the chat. Um, let's see what else is coming up. I think um, we haven't talked Cobra Kai, but I really haven't finished the ep- the, the show. I've got probably five more episodes to go. I'm just Thanks. slowly watching. I love the show. By the way, AD, don't don't. It's uh, good. It's mediocre. I don't know why I like it. Like, it's bad. It's it's a not it's a bad good yeah. show. You watch yeah. it because of how stupid it looks. Yeah, like, oh, like, it, it feels like I don't know. Maybe because like I love. I don't know if it's because I love Karate Kid and it's like I'm like sticking to it because like I'm such a huge fan of Karate Kid. Like, that, or it. It, it's <laughs> you know it's bad good like. It's terrible. I don't know. It's like I I cringe at it a lot. I'm like, this is not great television. But also, <laughs> I want like I don't watch like to be fair. I didn't watch like the whole episode. Like I skipped some parts where I'm like, oh, this is kind of boring. I'm skipping. But I watched the whole season in one night. So like <laughs> like during that. So like I just kept watching. Like it's like some parts were boring, and then I just before I'm like, oh, here's a part that I'm interested. I think I was honestly interested because. <laughs> I seen a meme and it, honestly I, I was thinking about it's like that's why I kinda like it because it's like a different element, but somebody was like two uh, older rivals start a gang war. <laughs> and then, it's the yeah. fact that they these kids fight on sight. Like they see each other, they're ready to squabble. They're like a like, water park. Hilarious. Yo, oh god, like stay on your side. Or you He's know like, you what's pop you pop my float. <laughs> I'm gonna roundhouse kick you in the mouth. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Why? Just, I just get you lost. Just go home. Even like, uh, oh yeah, you haven't seen it, but we'll talk about it because I, I want to break down like some parts of it when I'm like, yeah, why did they do that? Like, that's hilarious that they did it, but why? <laughs> but, I, but see, the thing is, so I think, I think Cobra Kai should have ended last season, to be honest. But I, I still haven't watched the end of this season. But the the there's only there's only so much nostalgia juice you can squeeze out of it because that's what it was the first two or three seasons maybe even the, up to the fourth season um it, it was such a good like re- oh remember this and here's the story behind this and it, and, and it was so cheesy it was so good it was like come on um and even the Johnny Lawrence character is comical in in his like like, cause listen, man. Unless he was fucking sleeping in a time capsule and didn't wake up in the year 2020, like, how do you not know these things that you don't know about? But I get it. <laughs> it's it's funny. It's funny, and it's meant to be a comedy. It's meant to be exactly what it is. It doesn't take itself seriously, but it's it's fun. It's just fun to watch. And yes, I'm a huge fan of the Karate Kid series. I watched. And here's the problem with me, right? As I, as a kid in the 80s and 90s. We watched the same shit over and over again, a hundred times over. And because one, there wasn't this huge abundance of, of streaming platforms. You just had the videotape that you kept from Blockbuster <laughs> way too long. Um, or you recorded it off TV and you kept watching it over and I must have watched Karate Kid Part 2 1,500 times. Had a crush on Karate Kid's girlfriend, the Chinese girl from, uh, the, you know, at the end. Yo, that's, and like That's where my... My Asian thing started, I think. <laughs> That's where <it> <laughs> the origins of the Asian attraction. I don't know where I can't pinpoint it because there's a couple times I, or a couple things I look back, I'm like, hmm. But that's definitely one of those moments where I'm like, oh, when they went to Japan, I was like, oh, it's over. I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I know. When movies go to Japan, I'm like, man, I want to go there I so bad. Go so bad. 
Tokyo <laughs> Drift was one of those for me. Like, oh man, yeah. it was great. <laughs> but you were young in Tokyo Drift. Like you, like me, I was an old man already. So I think I was like 13 or something, but I saw I was like, this is the greatest. <laughs> <laughs> the Drift King, DK Son. That's who I wanted to be, man. I was like, oh, this guy's got it all. Oh man. Uh, let's see. Um, let's see. Grasso says the Cobra Kai, Cobra Kai is exactly what it's supposed to be, and that's the beauty of it. Yeah, cheesy. it's it's supposed it's supposed to be that way. It's supposed to be yeah. fun, nostalgic, and cheesy. Um, Andrew says, make Big Poppy watch an old 80s film called No Retreat, No Surrender. It's Van Damme's first film. That is why they can't back down in Cobra Kai. Okay. <laughs> which which one did we watch that it was like oh. kind of like Mortal Kombat? What was it? Blood Bloodsport. Uh, Bloodsport. Bloodsport. That one was good. I liked it. It was funny. That has the funny. worst acting ever by a child. That man, <laughs> that he, that kid should never ever act again. The young, young Frank Dukes. Yes. <laughs> it's still a great movie. I loved it. Come on, man! He had a Washington Redskins shirt and a Giants hat. Like that, the guy's just, <laughs> <laughs> he, he's definitely just wearing props from the from the from the set. Oh God. Uh, big homie says, "Make Big Poppy watch the Three Ninjas classic." Three Ninjas was fun. Three Ninjas was fun. Was, uh, another <laughs> example of why those Cobra Kai kids couldn't back down. <laughs> yeah, they just... were on site, bro. I'm telling you, everywhere they everywhere. were, like, yeah, we're fighting. Like, and none of them <laughs> get bruises or, or like you know, no, they're hurt for more than one episode. <laughs> no, exactly, like. You punch somebody in the face, it's gonna leave a mark, man. <laughs> oh, that's oh, it's this here. No, no retreat, no surrender. We'll show you true bad kid actors. Okay. <laughs> okay. Good. Oh, good. Good. That's what we need. Uh, another movie with with really bad. I mean, again, and if anyone goes back and goes and watches Bloodsport, I'm telling you, you're gonna want to punch young Frank Dukes in the throat and say, "Don't ever act again. Get off the scene." <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it was painful to watch. It was very painful to watch. It was very painful to watch. And then you know the obvious um, uh, caricatures of racism in in each of the 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 the, the, the yeah. fighters. <laughs> like, but, but that was the same thing when we watched uh, Airplane over again. Oh God! The other goodness. night. Oh my God! It was terrible. <laughs> it, it, but you just have. It's just funny to laugh at. It's just it's just those types of movies. You just can't. It's bad. You're not supposed to laugh at it, but you did. It's well, okay. listen, listen. <laughs> what was funny, man, is that the airplane is one of my favorite movies. And, the, and Big Poppy had a bunch of his friends over, and they're watching it, and they're laughing at the dumb shit, right? But a couple of times I hear, "Oh, you can't say yeah. that." Oh man, that, that's kind of racist. And I'm like, "What was it? It was like Israel Airlines or something like that." Yeah, and, and they, like got the, they got the yarmulke and the. They had on the on the airplane. I was like, "Oh my god!" But you laugh. You have to laugh at it. <laughs> and the guy speaking jive in the plane. Yeah, and and get some white lady to go talk to him and jive. But but you know what's funny is he's speaking English. Yeah, it's, it's English. Like he's not. They put subtitles English. on him. They put subtitles <laughs> on him. And it, like Nate even asked, he was like, "Why are they putting subtitles on?" I can understand what he's saying. I was like, "It's." It's not part what of the it joke. Is now. <laughs> that's yeah, part joke. of the joke. It's part of the joke. But yeah, that's what I like. When I first watched it in 1980 something, um, didn't understand it. Um, 
but it was it was a PG movie, right? That had exposed breasts in it. I was it's gonna PG. say it's PG movie, and it, all of a sudden there's breasts on the screen as as big as your screen, and you're just like, "What is this? Why am I watching this? <laughs> <laughs> who, who cleared this? Who? No, hey, PG movies back in the uh, back in the eighties were were crazy. Like like uh, Jaws was PG. So no, it wasn't. Was it? It it was totally PG, even though they had a scantily clad woman in the first ten minutes of the movie. <laughs> different, different airs. Yeah, man, it's just different. I think Jaws was the reason they created PG thirteen. So yeah. Anyway, let's see. Uh, Andrew says Van Dam is even worse than No Retreat, and he doesn't even talk. Oh, <laughs> great. <laughs> That's why he needs to talk to be better. <laughs> I like when he talks because uh, I, I don't really get what he's saying sometimes. But it's funny. It's cool. Well, he, he always has that accent, even though he was playing he, the American soldier. He's the American. In Street yeah. Fighter. He's the and American. He's the American and he has this, and... like, thick accent. I'm like, where, where are you from? He's like, New York. But it's like in a French or something like that accent. Or whatever. Where's he from? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, nobody sounds like that. I'm from Brooklyn. I fight for my shidoshi. I'm like, what? <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> get off the, get off the scene. Oh, he's good. Uh, okay, so we're reaching a, a good point to kind of start wrapping up the show. I, I, I think we, we've had a great show tonight. Lots of good energy. Um, so far, the only recommendations that came across, and again, it was early in the show, for Halloween movies is VHS, so I'm putting that one on the list for sure. Um, now, uh, and us, I got those Pocus. two on. <laughs> the first Hocus Pocus. The first one. Listen, I just sat through Hocus Pocus too, so. <laughs> but you enjoyed it. I did. It was okay, but I was kind of waiting for the for the credits to roll. Um, again, it wasn't bad. It was fun. Um, so if anyone else has any any other suggestions, that'd be great. Um, okay, so. AD, are you going to be streaming after the show? Will there be a yeah. post-Lama stream? I shall be streaming. Uh, what are you going to be uh, hit, hitting up and playing? I don't know, probably uh, Vanguard or something. Hopefully. Ranked play? Or... Yeah, because I do not want to play Warzone, I'm going to be honest. I Listen, man, I hate Warzone, but I, I only play because it. you guys play. I only play because they play. <laughs> <laughs> I, I never, like... I have fun. All right. The highs of Warzone are, are fun. But when you're like just getting a lot of kills and just r- winning and running around the map, it's awesome. But when you're getting blundered like we get sometimes, it's not fun, man. It's like a whole night, just six hours of straight getting bodied. And it's like, bro, what are we doing with ourselves? Like, let's go play something else. And we just keep playing. Like, we, it's not even like we take breaks. We just like play again. Like, die immediately, play again. We didn't allow play again. <laughs> like, oh. Have you played Apex? Yeah, played I've Apex? been playing a little bit, but oh, that's what we switched over. I'm, I stopped. I don't like VRs to be honest. That's not VRs aren't uh, like my thing. It's they have a right now. They have Gun Run. It's kind of like Gun Game, but it's yeah. only for a limited time. They like bring stuff like that to not make it like a BR. But I, I thoroughly enjoy it more than Warzone because I hate people who like slide cancel and run around like. Like us, yeah. Well, <laughs> like not uh, maybe you. Oh, yeah. I know, no, I know, no. <laughs> not I know. I know. That guy doesn't know how to slide at all. 
No, or I, drunk. I, 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 yeah. No, I, I pretty aim. much stay the same position the entire game. Is either crouching or standing upright and holding a grenade while I run. Um, <laughs> that's my move. Um, but yeah, no, I, I can't. I can't stand uh, Warzone again. I play because you guys play, and so. Although Birdie joined me the other night, just in random, uh, we, I think I was playing. And I usually play for about 30, 40 minutes before I go to bed. Um, he joined me on the small maps, and him and I were just wrecking fools and having fun. Um, so that was uh, that was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun for sure. Um, I just want to acknowledge somebody in the chat. Uh, sports are best. I don't know uh, who this is, but uh, welcome to the Big Llama Show. Sports are best. He says he saw my uh, Rambo reaction and loved it. Thank you. The Last Blood. Um, and he says, what part do you think is the most violent from Rambo Last Blood? I mean, honestly, like that's... Alone's acting. The what? <laughs> that was the most violent? Um, I mean, that, that whole ending sequence is amazing. He's just, I mean, he is just, I mean, tearing off faces and limbs and shit. But I mean, the most violent part is the end where he, he basically grabs the dude's heart out of his chest and and puts it in front of him i mean like like the gore and the like the the violence was right there the original rambo movie had the best ending where he's just blowing people apart with 60 caliber weapons and and they're like and, you know their heads are popping off that's amazing but on last blood that's that's my favorite part but welcome sports are best uh thank you welcome to the show for sure uh gabe is here um uh, and we got pablo is that is that the same pablo i don't know uh, yeah, so yeah, yeah, he's okay. talking to Lama. Gabe. Yeah, Lama. All right, thanks. Thank Gabe and Pablo are in the chat, so thank you so much. Uh, anyway, so uh, AD will be streaming right after this uh, again on, on his channel, the uh, Blackout AD, Blackout underscore AD on Twitch. Um, make sure you guys join the conversation there, move it, guys. If you're watching me and you want to, um, if you want to just kind of join in on, on AD. Uh, he'll be playing in a few, and uh, he'll be on Twitch. Uh, for me, I will be wrapping up the show tonight and probably joining you for a, good, a match or two if you guys are playing uh, Vanguard, um, <clears throat> just to kind of cap off my night as well. Um, but, guys, I want to thank everybody. I want to thank everybody in the chat. So if you were new to the chat, thank you and welcome to the show. Uh, if you were participating, uh, you know, again, Sunday night, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Every Sunday, we are broadcasting live. We're having fun. We're talking about the, you know, the week that was. We're talking about MCU, uh, pop culture, gaming, UFC, whatever comes to mind, and obviously interacting with our chat. Uh, we definitely are doing that. Um, hey, look, our our friends at Chat 69 are back with the uh, <laughs> best adult Ooh. dating site. Thank That's you. when you know you've made it when the uh, porn bots have uh, hit your hit your chat. So. Welcome, guys. Hope hope you guys in chat 69 are subscribed. That's all <laughs> I ask. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, again, that, this has been a great show. I want to thank everybody. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. Uh, again, The Big Llama Show, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Sunday night's our live stream. Weekly, we've got our movie reactions, and we've got the brand new uh, Be Kind Rewind podcast that we'll be entering, and we're going to be putting up more of those shows uh, week to week. So thank everyone for, for the support. We appreciate you. He's Blackout AD. I got producer Big Poppy Angie and I'm the Big Llama. Peace out everybody. Have a great night. We'll see you next week. Peace out.